0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Hello. It's Misty and Lex's Lattes and Legends. Hi, friends. It's been a while. I'm sorry. But I'm here, and welcome back to season three of Lattes and Legends. This is episode two of the new season, and this season I am focusing on the scarier, more worldly tales. If you hear something brewing in the background, it's my new coffee maker. I'm about to have a vanilla latte in my office, which is life-changing. Anyway, thanks to the girl on Facebook that I got this from. If you're listening, awesome! If you're not, that's cool too. Anyway, um, I've had lots of new views and likes and followers, which is awesome. So keep it up. If you are listening, you can check out the website. It's lattesandlegendspodcast.com. There are coffee mugs on there and some awesome vinyl stickers that were designed by, um, an awesome, I guess he's now a friend of mine, an awesome friend of mine. Then you can follow me on Instagram. It's lattes and legends. Facebook is lattes and legends podcast. So thanks new friends. Happy Sunday. I hope everyone is making it through the madness of our world still. Colorado's got some crazy fires happening. We have gotten some rain here, but that rain also came with some lightning. So um, yeah, there's that. So I am just going to dive into what we're talking about today after I grab this coffee. Great, I've got my coffee. I'm ready to roll. So, um, once again, I am talking about urban legends from Japan. I will say that I have no idea how to speak Japanese. Uh, So, forgive me if I royally screw up the words. It's just not my first language. It's not any of my languages. And I would like to learn it if you want to teach it to me feel free to contact me. Otherwise, I'm sorry for screwing up your language. Um, All right, so the first source for these urban legends is from scoopwoop.com, wattpad.com, theculturetrip.com, en.japantravel.com, Musachan.net, play.acast.com, LordPanda.com and TheGhostInMyMachine.com. Is that it? No. Japanese. No. JapanJunkie.com and Wikipedia. Whew. it's a lot of sources. I know. I sort of went down the rabbit hole with these different Japanese urban legends this week because I just... I don't know, I got scared, which is great, I love being scared by urban legends, it kind of makes me happy inside, Um, but then I um, wanted to know more information, so I just started rolling with it, alright, so let's first talk about the Red Room Curse, I found this humorous because When I started teaching preschool, my first classroom was the Red Room. So, I put myself in the shoes of the people and this urban legend. Hold on, coffee (sighs) sip. Yay, vanilla latte in my office. This is life-changing, you guys. Anyway, so the Red Room Curse. The story centers on the idea that a curse pop up will appear on a random victim's computer. The pop-up is just an image of a door and a recorded voice that asks you, do you like the red room? The pop-up will continue to appear until the voice can finish its question, even if the door is closed. Those who see the pop-up are later found dead. The walls painted red with their own blood. This story began as a flash animation short about a boy who was on who was cursed and died after seeing the pop-up on his computer. In real life, the pop-up is set to appear on the user's computer at the end of the video. The video's status as an urban legend was cemented when it was discovered that the 11-year-old murdered who committed the Sasebo slashing. Had the video bookmarked on her computer. So this 11-year-old murdered her 12-year-old classmate. All right. Um, After a few cycles of closing and re-pop-upping, the message is revealed. Do you like the Red Room? So that's when you watch it and you die. And whoever finds you finds your blood painted all over the room where your computer is. Yikes. As I'm recording this on my computer, I'm glad I'm not giving pop-up videos of doors. That's kind of scary. So the story about the slashing um, happened in 2004. So there's a 12-year-old girl who was murdered during her lunch break at school by her fellow by a fellow student who was 11 the unnamed culprit was, was reported to have the red room video saved as a bookmark on her computer and this is how the whole legend began so yeah that's the short and sweet red room urban legend all right, so now we're going to talk about a haunted castle. Um, this haunted castle is is in a place called mm, 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 Maruoka. I don't know if that's even correct. So we'll talk about this haunted castle, and then you can look it up. Um. Oh, it's in a town called Buki. F-U-K-I. Yeah. So there are many urban legends in Japan about um, human sacrifices that are made when castles and buildings are constructed. One of these is the castle in Fuki, Fukai? I don't know. Um, and it's one of the 12 surviving Japanese castles. So the legend says that the wall um for the foundation was reconstructed many times because it literally kept falling apart then someone came up with the idea that a human sacrifice should be made to appease the gods and one poor one-eyed woman named oshizu had two children and she agreed that she would be sacrificed with the promise that one of her children would become samurai Afterwards, the construction was was finished, but um, the lord of the castle was transferred to a different province, and he did not fulfill her uh, promise that her son would be a samurai. So, during the next spring, water started to spring from the wall, and people realized that the cause was Oshizu's Tears, because they did not keep their promise to her. Oh, horrible, horrible. Um, and they made um, a castle grave next to her, or a grave, sorry, a grave for her next to the castle. And everyone in the castle said that they needed to pray for her soul. So there's this is a huge tourist attraction. Um, just because it is one of the castles that's still standing. It was originally built in 1576, and um, it was hit with um, hurt earthquake in 1948 and the castle was pretty much destroyed, but it was rebuilt in 1955 and 80% of the original materials were used. And so that's what makes it the oldest wooden castle in Japan. Um, so this castle, because the promise was not fulfilled Um, many people say that Oshizu's spirit is still there. And so she resents the betrayal. And again, the walls water because of her tears. And every year in April, um, the castle moat floods because there's lots of rain in April, I guess, in Japan. Um, But the local people call this the tears of Oshizu. Um, yeah, apparently there's a lot of ghost stories that she still haunts the castle, but with not so many people being able to go in there, not a lot is known about it. Um, so yeah, there's the little short and sweet, um, story about human sacrifice at the castle all right okay next up sorry guys we have a story about a village i'm just gonna call it the eye village because i'm not going to slaughter this name so the eye tunnel is a region in japan um and this region, the I region, I don't know how to say it guys, look it up, it's I-N-U-N-A-K-I. This region is said to be the most haunted in Japan. A young man was murdered in the tunnel, and it's said that you'll hear howling and screaming in the woods of the ridge there. In the village, the most fearsome of all is said to exist outside of Japan, the Japanese constitution and Thus, there's no laws that get obeyed there. But there's one big question in the village. Does this village even exist? Hmm. A mystery village. All right. So, the legend of the village goes as follows. You must take a small side road past the tunnel to find the village. It's small, and easy to miss, so most people don't ever find it. If you follow that to the entrance of the village, you'll find a sign. It says, the Japanese constitution is not in effect past here. Hmm. Past that, you'll see an old broken down sedan, which apparently has been there for years. And that's apparently a couple um, parts there. And they got into the village, but they never came out of the village. So that's where their car stayed. Hmm. If you're brave enough to enter the village, it is said that there are full there's traps everywhere. And the villagers themselves will attack you with hatchets. Hmm. Um, of course, there's absolutely no cell phone service. So you're on your own. So if you want to go to this village, I suggest you bring your machete. Just kidding. Do you have a machete? You should invest in one. I don't know. Go to Japan. Bring your machete. Anyway, um, the village is very isolated from the outside world since the Edo period. And because of that, the government treats them as, quote, a special reservation. If you are foolish enough to go in there, you are on your own. And no one has ever, ever escaped alive. All right, so is this place really real? There's a lot of information about the village, but no one has really gotten out or been able to tell the tale about it. So here's the deal. The real village did exist from 1691 to 1889, and then it later emerged with a nearby village, which... Itself then merged with other areas, making this village bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, so it's a real place. That's not the legend village. It's a real city um, and it has gotten bigger. Um, but where exactly is the village where everyone gets killed and has no constitution? Is that really real? Um, and Experts say that if it was or is real, then someone surely would have found it by now. That being said, if they found it, would they stay alive to tell the tale of the mystery village? Um, So the first rumors of this, quote, mystery village appeared online in 1999. Um, An anonymous person sent a letter to Japan television And the title of this letter was The Village in Japan That Really Isn't Part of Japan. So it describes the legend, and then the writer said that they don't believe in ghosts, but the ridge is very famous for them. The writer had heard about a small patch, easy to overlook by the side of the tunnel, and at the end of the village, you know, the the sign says this is not part of the Japanese constitution. So then the writer... um, describes the village as very violent and then they ask that the tv channel goes and checks out the village so there's still no proof of the spot um according to it they according to this website that i used um the tv channel was like whatever this is just a bunch of baloney um but There have been a lot of youtubers with drones a lot of bloggers that want to find this village but they still haven't found it um and a lot of people say that this is just um, a story on creepypasta which could completely um, be what it is so we'll just have to keep digging a little more and maybe we'll find out something um eventually Uh, so that being said, looks like my time is up here. I know this is real short and sweet. Um, but yeah, I'm just kind of catching up on life today. And I figured catching up on life meant recording a podcast. So I hope everyone has a great week. Happy back to school. Um, don't let things get too weird for you. If you feel that things are getting too weird just take a deep breath and you know what it'll all be okay i promise uh yeah so if you are from japan and have some urban legends of your own i would love to hear them email is lattesandlegends at gmail.com i will post some pictures on instagram today and yeah, you guys have a great morning. Have an extra cup of coffee. And just don't be weird. It's not worth it. Bye. Hold up.